0: Good morning, Christian America. I want to talk to you today for a few minutes about something that's extremely important, uh, something that you inherently know um, because it's rampant across the Christian American faith uh, in 2019, and that's the the work of our quote-unquote Christian leaders. Our Christian leaders haven't been acting very Christian-like lately um and it's spilling over into the faith and to the doctrine and to the to the community at large to where it's turning off would-be newcomers to the christian faith and it's also turning off the faithful uh christian community as they see that the message of God has been watered down and uh, changed to fit either an ideology or changed to fit you know somebody's feelings or just changed to fit that uh, specific quote unquote leader and uh, the things that maybe he or she want to accomplish and and I think it's extremely important that we don't lose sight of God's true Word. And I have said uh, from the beginning of this organization and I will continue to say that uh, I am in no position to uh, teach the Word of God or, or be some kind of moral example for other people to follow. Our goal here is to try to be the best example that we can be to our families and our community and what we're trying to do is motivate you guys to pick up God's word and to read the passages and scriptures uh, that he put down and he revealed to us through the works of the Apostles through uh, through his word uh, over and over again throughout the Bible and the example of how to live and, and how to think and how to help and how to love and how to be compassionate to people. And it's that message, his message, that I encourage each and every person out there to take up for themselves rather than take my own thoughts or my own opinions uh, that, I may, that we may express on the podcast here. And I think it's critically important to have that distinction between, you know, what someone may say and what God's Word actually is. And um, and, and I'm here today to talk to you about being skeptical of our quote-unquote Christian leaders uh, because this is true of all denominations, of all Christian denominations right now. It's hard to think of a denomination... That is currently operating that is not uh, beholden to some scandal at this point in time. And th- those scandals range a variety of, of issues. And whether it's false doctrine, whether it's uh, just made up doctrine, whether it's non believing doctrine. And, and that's kind of hard to, to wrap your mind around. But where we have. "Quote unquote Christian churches and Christian uh, ministers that don't believe in God, and I don't even know how that uh, is even possible. I don't know how how anybody could then uh, attend such a thing, because right? it I, it seems like an oxymoron, like it, it wouldn't exist or it couldn't exist. Uh, nonetheless, it does exist, and and they're and they're using." You know, Christ's word as uh, I, I guess proof of validity in that. So I'm here today just to talk and remind you guys that to be on the lookout for false teachings and be wary of putting your faith in any man, any person when it comes to the word of God. Uh, because over and over in the Bible, you know, from the Old Testament and then the New, they constantly talk about, you know, to beware of of false prophets. In Jeremiah 23, uh, it, it says, uh, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions of their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. And I think that's Very prophetic from one of the prophets is that he's he's letting uh, he's letting us know that people that come to you and are certain in what they say rather than being certain in what Christ says those are people that you should be wary of those are the people that you should uh, scrutinize not personally but Professionally, and what they and what they're teaching, or what they're uh, explaining, uh, and how they're explaining it, you should. That is what you should judge carefully. You shouldn't judge the person, but you should judge the message, the message that they're trying to uh, to get across to you. In in Timothy in 2 Timothy, um, it says, "For the time will come." when people will not put up with sound doctrine instead to suit their own desires they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say that they're to say what their itching ears want to hear they will turn their eyes away from the truth and turn aside to myths again how true does that ring out in 2019 how true does that ring out that there are quote unquote Leaders and teachers of the Christian faith that when they speak, they're speaking about what they want. And to prove that they're correct, they just bring around other Christian, uh, quote unquote, Christian leaders to repeat and to parrot what they've already said because it benefits them. It benefits them. and, And it doesn't benefit God, it doesn't benefit you, it doesn't benefit the community, it benefits them. And that's, uh, and that's a, a, a problem. It's a it's a huge problem because we start to put faith in the per, uh, in the person, and the quote unquote teacher or minister or priest or bishop or or whoever or the deacon or whoever it is that's leading your congregation that is in your faith. We start to put our faith in that person and that false message rather than doing the work on our own. Doing the work on our own picking up the book and figuring it out for ourselves listening to what God says himself reading what Jesus accomplished in his lifetime understanding and thinking about what the Bible teaches us throughout all of these stories that are so true that are so important that are so relevant in our lives today and thinking about it on your own we're being lazy We're being lazy because we're outsourcing our salvation to other men to give us uh, the the message that as they interpret rather than how you interpret and more importantly, how God interprets. And that's the crucial key is that it's not their message that they should be giving you. It's God's message that they should be giving you. Uh, And and without that, I think we're going to be lost. I think we're going to be lost. You know, in in 1 John chapter 4, it says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And this is kind of the message that I've been trying to uh, get out to you guys here today. It's you should test what people are saying. Think about what people are saying. Truly listen to what they say in the pulpit, uh, in the congregation, and in and around the Christian faith. Listen to the messages that are being passed and then think about what God has wanted. Think about the message that God has laid out. Think about the example that Christ set and the commandments that that He said to keep and His commands. And, and once you do that, you don't have to be a some big religious scholar. That's the great thing about the message of God is that He speaks in all languages and He speaks to all people. You can you can be as educated as possible and can and, and can understand the messages in this book. But you could also be as uneducated as you can be, and hear the message with somebody just, just, just plainly reading the words on the page, and you can understand the parables that Jesus broke down for the uneducated, for the for the downtrodden, for the poor who didn't have uh, an, an education of the of the time. He was able to break these principles down into sizable bites to give to the people to understand and because of their truth they have withstood thousands and thousands of years and that's important that idea is important because lies deceptions falsehoods scams cons and all these evil and all these evil things, once once they're told, they may be believed for a short period of time. But after that short period of time, people wise up. You're able to decipher the the lie. You're able to recognize the con. You're able to to figure out the scheme that somebody's trying to inflict on you after, after a short period of time and you recognize that oh this won't happen again and then it goes away or it has to change or, or something has to happen for that con or that lie to continue but even, even then it can't last 10 years, much less 100 years much less 1000 years much less the 1000s and 1000s of years that the biblical stories have been around why is that? Why has this book book been around for so long and why is it so relevant today? That's that's an important question that you should ask, ask yourself. Don't just listen to me. Ask yourself that question. How have these stories, how has this word of God lasted? thousands and thousands of years and converted billions of people and changed billions of hearts and lives in the process. Is it a trick? Is it the the world's greatest con that's lasted all these years? Or is it the true living Word of God that lays out the truth on how to behave personally and individually on an individual level and then it explains how to interact with your family, with your spouse and how you treat each other and what you do for each other and how do you, how do you interact with your family, with your brothers, being your brother's keeper. How do you act within a city and a community and living right and not being immoral because if you are c- catastrophe happens and floods it will come and destroy your city and the only way to survive that is to be to, is to be true to God's principles like Noah and his family and then follow his direction and when you're lost like Abraham and you're 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 down on your luck following the Word of God and believing Him and you will be the father of nations. Good things happen for generations and generations by your sacrifice and how in, within the community you can live together by following the Ten Commandments of not stealing and not killing and not lying and not uh, cheating each other and, and, and listening to God and not uh, coveting your neighbor's stuff slowly throughout the entire Bible you piece together these stories that are inherently important in our lives today just as they were important in their lives back then and you have to know these things you have to kind of understand these things so when one of our quote-unquote leaders is on TV preaching something to you or giving you ideas or telling you how to act all the while asking you for money because it's supposedly good for you. When it's really good for them, you have to be able to recognize these false prophets. You have to be able to recognize these, these people who aren't spreading the word of God. They're spreading their own message. So I ask you today to think about these things. Think about these. And I ask you to pick up, I've asked you to pick up this book and start to read bit by bit. Bit by bit. You don't. Have, if you don't have the book and you're watching this, that means you have the internet. Google the stories of the Bible and go one by one by one by one. Pick up Matthew and read. I always say if you have to read one book in the Bible you to start somewhere, I would start at the New Testament in the book of Matthew, and, and you'd be amazed at the example and the and the and the teachings and the lessons and the miracles that Jesus uh, provides throughout that book. And it will change your heart and it will change your idea, the ideas that you may have, and it will give you an insight into exactly what Christ's message and example was and it gives you something to measure against when our quote-unquote leaders stand up in front of us and give us a message that's contrary to what God taught. And with that, um, I hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy the, the, the day ahead you are blessed and you will be blessed as long as you listen and believe and follow the example that Christ set. Have a great day. God bless.